The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here on employmentradio.com. I mean, a midday show, that's a whole different kind of thing. It feels kind of weird and like a different day and everything, too. Right. I know. But uh, the thing is, what do you do on a midday show? I'm feeling kind of like like a bit of a Vegas vibe or maybe like a lounge show or or oh no we go with an italian theme too why would why does it have to be a theme i don't know because i just feel like it needs a theme it needs a theme of some kind okay i think we need to work on this i think we need to workshop a it a little bit more hello everyone this is fun employment radio i'm greg nibbler here with sarah Dillon. thank you so much for tuning in today wherever and however you listen it is so fantastic that you do so of course we're live here five days a week on the fun employment radio network and available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found and thank you for finding us lots to talk about Today, but thank you to everybody who goes to funemploymentradio.com and clicks on the Amazon link. That is one way you can support our show to continue going is by going there, going to the website, and clicking on that Amazon Have you purchased link. anything by going to that Amazon link yet lately? I have, but I'm not going to tell you because it's a secret. Is it toilet paper? <laughs> no. <sighs> I mean, maybe I did actually went... <laughs> I will say I've started to use the Prime Now thing. Every now and then, because I don't really enjoy going to grocery stores. I mean, I'll admit, I, it's not my favorite thing, and I'm not trying to, you know, you don't go like against doing the shopping of any kind. Shopping of any part. kind isn't the most fun, and I mainly because I don't like waiting in lines, and so I don't like, uh, I don't like waiting in the checkout line. And then I still feel that people who are in the self checkout line, there should be some kind of a test. And then you get a card, you get a fast card to check it. Like, okay, have you certified with your card that you know what you're doing to go through the self checkout? And if you check, you know, if you're fine, then yeah, you can go on through the through the self checkout. But if you don't, and you get up there and you're like confused about the buttons, and then you're always calling well, sometimes somebody. Sometimes the buttons are confusing; they change from place to place. And that's why you should have to take a test to make sure that you're good to go. I mean, oh, no. cars. Lots of cars are different, but you know, there's one license for all cars. No, there's not. Um, you know, in that, theory, that is not true. Scientifically, yeah, in speaking. theory, in like the untruth, <laughs> that is not true. For most vehicles, you know, you could do it with that. So I think feel like most checkout self checkouts you should be able to figure out but i think that little card would be a good way to be more efficient for society in general so this is the long way around of saying that greg uh, ordered an immense amount of toilet paper and he's really embarrassed <laughs> i did not it. order an immense amount of toilet paper but i did i was ordering a prime now <laughs> god damn it this isn't what we were supposed to talk about i was ordering a prime now order and then i was like oh i need five more dollars and then i get the free shipping for it well it's toilet paper then the person came to deliver it and i'm like Something feels wrong about having somebody hand deliver toilet paper. Getting, like how much? How much? To- did you I was like a twelve bulk? pack or something. Oh boy! Like something felt weird about a person. Did they just look at you? They're just like, oh, someone's planning a party. <laughs> no, they a didn't one say man that. Toilet paper party. Nobody accused me of planning a party. The person ordering the twelve pack of toilet paper by themselves is probably not the one planning the party. Although yeah, maybe no, I, was, I was thinking your own. My own party. Paper party. Yeah. Yeah. Let's move away from that. Well, that's – you brought that up. So that's what – yes. So I did have some delivered and it just feels awkward and weird. Um, Same thing as like when you run into somebody when you're at the – when you're shopping and you run into somebody when you're purchasing. Oh, yeah. We've talked about that. Yeah. It feels odd. That's not good. All right. So uh, anyway, go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link there to complete your purchase. That would be great. Also – uh, in reference to what we talked about at the beginning, we'll explain a little bit more later on. Save the date. We're saying save the date right now of June 29th. Which is a Saturday. It's a Saturday. Not a normal day for a fun employment radio event. Unless it's at night, which this one is That's isn't. true. Yeah. yeah. This is a day event on a Saturday, which uh, we're excited about. This is at Landmark Saloon. 
course, at 447 Southeast Division. Best patio in Portland. It is. We're going to be doing a midday show there, a live podcast. It is going to be ticketed. Tickets will go on sale probably tomorrow for that. And, and yeah, so save the date of June 29th, coming out with this on a nice Saturday. Saturday. You don't have to worry about if you, you know, if you do like Monday through Friday working, you don't have to worry yeah. about the next day because the next day is Sunday. Yeah. And it's just spending a midday with us and having a couple of drinks, having a couple of laughs. Uh, there's a couple of surprises that are going to be involved and as well. And also there's going to be something else happening at that same time. Yeah. There's, that we'll talk about. Yeah. There's a bunch that's going to be going on It's not just all about day. us, Greg. Uh, no, it's all about us. Uh, no, there's there's a bunch that's going to be going on that day that we're we're a part of, and uh, but we will be having our live show, and so that's that's uh, that's not part of it. That's, so that's, that's the important part. That's the important part because that's the private ticketed part. So come, um, we will tell you all about that tomorrow. Yes, so tickets should be going on sale tomorrow. Save that date of June 29th for the midday show. All right, Sarah, tell us about what you are up to today. Oh, my goodness. Well, today, if you live in Portland, Oregon, you know that it is going to be um, – hey, Keelan, this is going to be one. It's supposed to be hot today. Oh, God. It's the weather it's talk. the weather season for Sarah. It's the weather season. You can, if, you know, Anyone in the video can see that I'm already sweating up a storm. Um, however – it's supposed to be about – which is random in June. It's, it's supposed to be like 97, 98 today. Mm-hmm. So I, in fact, am going to spend the afternoon for the first time this year at Tropical Summer. Oh, I'm boy. I'm so excited. All right. For those uninitiated, please explain what Tropical Summer is. Oh, and I'm wearing my – I'm already – this is how excited I am. I'm already wearing my bathing suit. Yes, Like there's no reason that I should be wearing my bathing suit. Noon and right Sarah now. is wearing her bathing suit I am like a little kid that's excited to go to summer camp or something. Or at work. This is what's going on. So, Sarah, uh, talk about what Tropical Summer is. Well, Tropical Summer um, is delightful and disgusting all at the same time. It takes place every year at an apartment complex here in uh, southeast Portland where I have pretended to live at um, there for about the past nine years. Which pretend to live at, she means that she's pretended to live there. Now, not necessarily like hiding underneath staircases no, or in somebody's closet no. And pretending to live there. Like you you show up. I feel like the Tropical Summer is is your version of Ricketts Fest. So you show up mm-hmm. every summer except it lasts all summer. And you show up about this time. Mm-hmm. And you have a pass. Now explain the pass. Well, I'm not going to show it because uh, I do have it on my person. But there is a pool pass that for some reason this apartment complex has not changed their pool pass in like 10 plus years. I've had friends who have lived there for maybe like 12 years, and they still have the exact same pass that they had when they moved in. That How is that possible? I mean, this is a big apartment complex, number one. There's like uh, probably a couple hundred apartments or something at least oh, there. Oh, at least, yeah. Maybe more than that, maybe three probably, or four hundred. Yeah. So there's a lot of people. How could they not change their pool pass in 10 years? I think maybe the upkeep, because they have such a high turnover of people. They're just like, yeah, whatever. Maybe because they, I mean, they can, I mean, this particular place, you could probably figure out where it is most likely. If you're in Portland, yeah. If you're in Portland, um, it is definitely not the most well kept up apartment, which like, you know, there are some in Portland that are, there are some that are, you know, owned by places in, say, for example, California. Actually, I'm pretty pretty sure this one went through a, yeah. Yeah, I did. A thing. Yeah, so. Um, <laughs> because you don't want to call it out. Because exactly. Why? But I mean, you don't even live. There. Oh, because you don't want to get caught. You well, because somebody's somebody probably hate listening and they're like, oh, that's where she Oh, goes. and they're going to bust you. Exactly. You're afraid somebody's going to go undercover and try to bust you? Yeah. <gasps> have you ever worried about that before? Yes. That's That you have an I enemy? I have no delusions that everybody in the world likes me. I know that there are some people who don't like me. And then so I'm just, 
I don't want to give fodder. As Ben uh, said in the live chat for the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club, everyone who lives here either lived there or knows someone who lived there. Yes. That's Chances true. are if you live in Portland, you, you are, either live there or, yeah, you're friends with someone. You're at most a one, de- uh, one to two degrees separation. Oh, yeah, absolutely. From somebody who has been at this place. Mm-hmm. So, so you <laughs> – I didn't think about the sabotage aspect that somebody could try to threaten you. I'm surprised that you didn't. No, I never really thought about – uh, the enemy side. Yeah. Okay, so... I'm getting a little more paranoid in my old age, I think. Yeah, I think, yeah, that happens. Yeah. So so you've got this pool pass, and it's just like a card, a laminated Correct. card. Yes. And There's you use that. a laminated card, and then, like, they... You use it, and so what they'll do... And for long-time listeners, you know what this is, but we're, we're re-explaining here for anybody who doesn't know. Yeah, so it's this, it's this pool... Because there aren't a lot of pools in Oregon, of course, because, well, it didn't used to be hot all the time. But, yep. you know, now it is during the summer. And yep. um, Keelan, that's too. And so we'll go during the summer. So, like, I have a group of friends that I don't see very often during the year except for during the summer. And they are other friends who have also acquired pool passes that don't live there. And um, At this point, do you know anyone that lives there? Yes. I know three people that live there. You do? Okay. Yes. Okay, I, I'll try to think. Yeah, I, th- I might as well. Mm-hmm. But okay, so but the group, large group of friends, that doesn't necessarily include those three that you were just referencing there. It's all the people who don't. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Who don't live it there? It includes that them, also, but also. Yeah, but I mean the people who don't have the passes. No, but I also have friends who might have purchased passes from other people, and uh, I mean these passes are gold. <laughs> They're gold. It's like. Well, like the golden ticket for uh, the chocolate factory, except for it's for like a pool that you can drink beer in the sun at. I mean, I've got to wonder if there's any amount of security at this thing anymore. Oh, no. Like there, I mean, maybe there is this year. Maybe this is because every year I check with my buddies who live there. I'm like, hey. So because I always think every year it's the year. Uh I'm like, so change the pool passes yet? And I'm just waiting for like, oh, yeah, no, they gave us new ones. It's like, nope. And the pool is open and people are out there and it's the same passes. How could it be nine years that they haven't changed It's been this? over because one of my friends has lived there for like 12 or 13. You know you know them. Um, so this has been since like 2007 that he's lived there. Same pass. Wow. That is amazing. That's yeah. an amazing testament to uh, not keeping up with your business. So anyway, yeah, speaking of not keeping up with their business, the place is disgusting. So a lot of the time, I feel like we pay our dues even though I don't live there and I get crap yeah, for it pay, every you year. You pay your dues. But we do. I We clean up everything. I'll clean up other people's like cigarette butts and cans and we'll like clean the pool. Like I think cause it feels like our penance for going there. I uh-huh. mean other people just throw their crap around but we make sure to like leave it cleaner than when we got there. Yeah, take out the band-aids and all oh, that stuff. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So... Uh, so this is the opening season. like Opening, opening season. season it, it opens after Memorial Day and then stays open till Labor Day. Okay. All right. So, so this is just the free-for-all, kind of like cornhole. Like this is – summer has begun when we play in our cornhole league at Landmark Saloon, which is the true. thing that we do. We play in – we have a cornhole this team. Is, this is true. And it starts memorial, after Memorial Day weekend and ends Labor Day weekend. It's the same thing with the pool. So cornhole – This is like Portland summertime. Cornhole tropical summer season is upon us. Yes. It has begun. So are you are – you, have you talked to any of your old uh, tropical summer pals? Yeah, so that uh, I don't think they'll be able to meet up today. I'm meeting with a couple of friends, um, but yeah, not my my old tropical summer pals are probably going to be like next week. Probably. Okay. All right. Yeah. Now this at various times this place has had different names. There's stripper soup, douchebag stew, douchebag stew uh, for but one year. Overall, like it's the umbrella of it has always been tropical summer. Yeah. Yeah. Are there as many strippers anymore? 
don't no. remember. No, I think I went up there like moved. once last year. Yeah. I met up with you. No, I think, no, there were some new ones last year. Because this place is notorious as being the place, and no, nothing wrong with that. Notorious may even be the wrong word, but it's known as there's strippers live No, there. even, I, I have friends who are strippers who yeah. are even like, yep, that's where we are, like. They you, all live there. Like, you can't be a stripper in Portland without living at this place at least once. Yeah, yeah. Like, it just makes sense. It's just where they go. Yeah. Huh. Okay. All right. So, so, but you don't know if they're back there's some new ones I don't know I'll have to tell you I don't know or maybe it's because sometimes this early on in the season like it is pretty empty and then as the summer goes on it starts to get pretty packed what will you do like if have you thought about like if somebody confronts you about the past like the security guard or something about the past about the past oh about the past no I have the past yeah but what if they like have you rehearsed it in your head like how you'll handle the situations Mm -hmm. I feel like you should be prepared I am okay let me try I don't go into there no I'm not going to tell you how I'd do it why why would it even matter? Hmm. I mean, do you think that I'm going to go there? And- well, because technically I don't – you don't have to have any identification or anything on the property, which I make damn sure is separate from the pass. Okay. So so they so couldn't they be – so like, they can't like ID you? Yes. Okay. But what if like the security guy comes out there he's like looking around and he's like, all right, buddy, I need to see your pool passes. Make sure this is legal. We just want residents only. And I set my pass up. Got to keep the riffraff out. Okay, ma'am, uh, taking a look at this pass. Huh. All right. Uh, yeah, this looks like a legitimate pass. How long have you had this? Oh, for a while now. I've lived here for probably about eight plus years. Eight years yeah. you've lived here. Yeah, a while. Really? I yeah, I've seen a lot of the changes happening. I mean, wow, it's been nuts. Yeah. Well, yeah, we've definitely had some changes and mm-hmm. some upgrades. I'm glad you've noticed that. Yeah. Now, what, uh, what, what building do you live in? Oh, I've bounced around usually. <laughs> like I've lived in a few different places. Bounced around. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't like yeah. it. It just depends. Like I had a roommate for a while and then I decided to live on my own for a while. Then I was dating someone for a little bit. So I moved to a different place. Now I'm kind of living on my own but um, might be getting a roommate. So I'm kind of here and there. But right now I'm living in um, in building in building K. In building K? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, all right. You're living in building K. Now, do you do you live there? Do you pay rent here? You said you bounced around quite a bit. Are I you do. staying with friends? So Yeah. So, no. So, right now, I'm actually living there. Uh, I think I might be moving into another studio apartment once one opens up. So, we'll see. I've been such a long-time tenant that I kind of like to move around a bit. Okay. Ma'am, are you uh, – do you have a home? Like, is I this, do have a home. Do you just crash yes. here? Yes. Do you have a we home? Do, we do ask that people what a very rude are paying question. tenants here. Yes. Um, I am a paying tenant and I don't appreciate you harassing okay. me. All right. I'm just trying to have a nice time with my friends. Okay, well, we're just trying to keep the riffraff out. Appreciate you know, it. Maybe sure you should talk to people that don't have pool passes. <laughs> so you go instantly to the indignant Defensive. route. Well, I do if you're yeah. asking that many questions. Well, I mean, you said I bounced around. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like you're just you know living on couch to couch. Like, I had a boyfriend for a while and then I bounced over here and then I stayed on a friend's room. I mean, I'm just trying to help you dial in, dial it in. Your uh, your story if you get confronted because I want this to keep on going. Wow, why are you mad at me? I am not the security guard. You're the one that makes you're making it seem as if I'm doing something wrong, which I am. <laughs> I mean, you're pretending to live in an apartment complex for eight plus years, as you just said. I like how you don't even know what it is. It's just like ah, eight plus years. Um, like I'm just trying to help you dial in your story a little bit. Okay. Well, not, you are so getting I, defensive about this. No, but this. now I've found that that's the way that it works is if I just get defensive and I'm like annoyed by the fact that you're trying to – like I've lived there for so long. Yeah, that you're That upset. I'm irritated by the fact that you are, are pestering me. But okay. you are. You're a pest. Well, I'm trying to be. I mean that's the, what the security guard should be. Mm-hmm. He should be trying to keep the riffraff out. 
I mean, no, if there was I were my a favorite tenant secu- there, I would be like, why aren't you policing this? There's all these people here. There was my favorite security guard there for years and years. And he'd be like, oh, I haven't seen you in a while. Every yeah. time. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, I don't go out very much during the winter. <laughs> and this I was always our, stay inside. This was our dialogue like every time for the first time at the beginning of the summer. And they'd be like, oh, well, cool. Well, I'll see you. I'm sure I'll be seeing a lot of you. I'm like, yes, you will. And then, <laughs> like, goodbye. I've been bouncing around. It's been nuts. I've been bouncing around. It's been nuts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it's going on today. So we'll, I know. So we'll I need to let you know. Or there might be nothing. Like sometimes I don't. it doesn't really get into full swing until yeah. like mid-July. Okay, that's er, prime early season. July. Usually, like after the Fourth of July, uh-huh. that's when it starts to get really crazy. Because right the now, opener right now, this is the yeah, this is the soft open. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, we'll have to find out, and uh, you'll have to let us know how this works. Yeah, because right now, still the water's a little cold. See, I, this is why I'm just trying to help prepare you. You know, I mean, you have I, to think I, about. I feel like your heart's in the right place. If you if you get confronted, I mean, how are you going to handle it? And I think that you should be prepared for this. I am. This should be well rehearsed after nine years. It is. I do get nervous, though, every time I see because they walk the the length of the fence. Mm -hmm. And you see them before they get into there and everyone starts panicking. I will say, and we've talked about this before, and I have been there when that happened. And (laughs) the the key that I would go with is what uh, my my go-to move is go into the center of the pool because you can stand in it, or at least on the shallow end. Go into the center and just constantly slightly rotate so you're never making eye contact with the person. Totally not weird at all. As they're walking around, pretend like you don't even realize it and just keep on rotating until finally, like, they're never going to make eye contact or they'd have to yell at you, but then you can still pretend like you don't hear them. And just, like, you're not even there even though you're in plain sight. They've become more of, like... It worked. It works, though, yeah, for me. I was going to say, I think it worked for you that one time, but they've become more um, aggressive or more persistent. Uh-huh. So I've seen people try to do that. I'm like, um, excuse me, move. you, uh, red shorts. Yeah, yep, but see, you. see, but then I just keep on turning, so I'm never looking at them. So I just assume they're yelling at somebody else. I don't know what you're talking about. No, and they'll eventually get you. No, they do, because they have their click, click, click in their clipboard, and it's like, oh, fuck. And you can see everybody, because there's. I'm not the only person, like... Most people there, like at some at some points, you'll be sitting at the pool, and there'll be like thirty people there. And someone like, "Do you live here? No. Do you live here? No. Do you live here? No." You can find like maybe one person that actually lives there. <laughs> Everybody gloms onto that person. Oh yeah. Uh, but like, I feel like if you're in the center, eventually, maybe if they really want to really want to go after you, they will. But, I mean, how much of an effort do they want to make? Do they want to go have to get in the pool and pull a grown man out of the pool like, because he's spinning around in circles? They don't expect a grown man to be doing that in <laughs> exactly. the first place. Exactly. That's my point. They don't expect it. So they're like, I don't even want to deal with that right now. Like, just whatever. He's in the pool. Just, it's not worth my problem. Like, I mean, they don't, do they want to, like, call the police and have to get in there and pull me out, like, while I'm, like, doing dead weight? Like, they don't want to deal with that. So you just look like you're going to be an issue. <laughs> That they don't want to deal with, just be like, oh, forget about it. Like he's you not know, causing a problem. I will say this place is so gross sometimes that I, I will say that the people that they didn't check their pool passes at are the two people that were like passed out in the corner. I think they were like, I think they were like junkies. Oh yeah, yeah. And they were just mm-hmm. passed out. You know, they got away with it. Just they didn't get out, out so they yeah, just play dead. They were just passed out like. Oh. See, that's what it is. If you see them coming, just instantly lay down. Just play dead. <laughs> yep, play dead and just lay there until they until they go away. Until they poke you with a stick. Yeah. See, play dead or do what I do, just turn around in the pool and just it's too much of a pain. Like what what are they getting paid? Do they really want to deal with that pain in the ass of getting me out of the pool? Also, I will tell you no. I am I am very self conscious about how pasty my legs are. Ooh, I think it's working. 
So I did put on some of the self-tanning lotion oh, stuff. Oh, no. I know, and I can smell it. Oh, What is boy. it supposed to smell? But I smell exactly like I did when I was in eighth grade, but I was so sad that I was so pale and you I didn't. smell like you did in eighth grade. No, when I was so pale and it's like, look, it's this magical lotion you put on. And I put it on and I was immediately like bright orange. Kaylin, listening to Greg talk about being a freeloader and pulling dead weight in a pool is the saddest thing in life. I mean, I'm sorry. That's somebody who knows how to work the system. That's the way I see it. Mm-hmm. I mean, at that point, would I still be the person in the pool? Yes, I would. Yes, I would. I'm not ashamed of a little spinning. Yes, I would. Yes, I I'll would. I'll spin. Well, I'll take lots of notes today. All right. Because I think that today might might be crazier. I don't know. We'll see. It's hard to say. I mean, I mean it's opening. I will say for Portland, once it does get warm, really hot, really fast, which is, is this is abnormal for here to be in the late 90s um, for uh, for this time of year, there's a lot of crazy out. Like oh, there's, there's crazy so much crazy happening. Follow PDX alerts. This is the time to do it if you have not done it before. Yeah, to see what we're talking. I already about. did all my shopping it for everything. Out nut jobs. <laughs> I did go shopping this morning, and I did feel kind of like a wino because I did do all my pool shopping this morning. So I'm getting you know like granola bars and you know and a salad salad thing and like some goldfish crackers for a snack and a giant bottle of sparkly water and a giant bottle of Pinot Grigio. <laughs> wow. For my. For my wine spritzers at the pool, and then like you know, it's eight fifty-five, and I'm just like beeping my stuff through, and the guys kind of looked at me, and, and I, I didn't want to take out my ID card and my debit card. I'm like, so I'm like, dude, I'm almost forty, and he, he was a young kid. He's like, okay, and he looked scared of me, and then just kind of beeped oh, it's me like, along. Ma'am, you've got a lot, you've got enough yeah. going on right I now. I know. You're I'm like, I'm buying a, I'm buying a bottle of Pinot in at eight fifty-five. I'm morning, almost like, forty. That's ex- I just blurted. I've I've also noticed in my um, as I'm getting more mature that I'm blurting a lot more lately. Yeah, it's just happening. Oh, you're turning into one of them. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dylan. How are you? I hope you're well. I hope you're having a good day. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. This is one of my nightmares because this is a thing that I drink from time to time, and I've always wondered about this. A thing that you drink from time to time? Mm-hmm. A girl who was having stomach troubles found out that she, in fact, was walking around with over 100 bubble tea balls stuck inside of her stomach. Ew. Those tapioca balls weren't digesting, and so she was full of bubble tea tapioca balls walking around. That's gross. Yes, a teenage girl had more than 100 tiny bubble tea balls trapped in her stomach after drinking too many cups of bubble tea. She doesn't chew them? I mean, sometimes you chew them, but sometimes when you're drinking this, go straight down the gullet with the big straws. Yeah. Bubble tea's good. I haven't had bubble tea for a while. It's pretty good. Well, a 14-year-old was dashed to the hospital after suffering stomach pains and a bad appetite for five days. A cup of bubble tea. Okay, this is a weirdly written. A bad appetite for five days. A cup of bubble tea typically sells for about a pound in mainland China. The doctor uh, suspected the tapioca balls had been accumulating inside of her for a long period of time and were not the result of a single incident. Why is your body not breaking down? Breaking uh, that's them down? weird. Yeah, what is in these tapioca balls? Yeah. So she did say she drank a large quantity of it five days before she was finally admitted to a hospital. The doctor in this case suspected yeah, the tapioca balls had been in there for a while. Um, the medic says that tapioca starch to some people is actually hard to digest. 
which I did not know. I think that's the I stuff that, that the balls either. are made of. He said bubble tea shops might add food additive and artificial preservatives to the tapioca balls ah. to improve the texture, which is why her body and other people's bodies might have a hard time breaking them down. So word to the wise, if you are a bubble tea person, you might be walking around with hundreds of tapioca balls in your stomach. Just rolling around in there. Just rolling around in there. So um, the, the origin weird. of bubble tea has become more and more popular in Western cities. Um I see there are a few bubble teas places around my there, area. I haven't seen a lot of them lately. packed with teenagers. Really? I used to go to this one coffee shop that, on Hawthorne that was a coffee shop slash bubble tea place. Now I never go in there because there's always a line out the door of like squealing, screaming teenagers clutching their bubble teas. We got to get us some of that bubble tea money. Let's get some of that sweet, sweet bubble tea money. All right. Right. Something to think about. All right. Um, so I think a lot of companies these days are trying to find these days. That was an old person thing. Are trying to find you know a gimmick like yesterday we had talked about someone using a company trying to hire someone to use a flip phone for a week. Yes. Now there's a startup company that is offering new parents help with one of the most important decisions, which is naming their baby. So this is a company that has just started, and idiots like me are reading about it. So it's called Future Perfect which is a startup founded by two moms who met on a playground and bonded over the... Oh, wow. Keep going. I can't think of two people I would less likely get along with. Two moms who met on a playground and bonded over their respective children's unique names are now offering packages starting at $100 to help new parents choose what to name their children. Oh, that's the most presumptuous thing That ever. is. That is so fucking egomaniacal. But if people are willing to pay it. Well, the, uh, you can for $100, there's a starting package. It's called the Riff Package, which includes well, – I guess this is totally different from the phone thing. Sorry, I had, I had misread that, so okay. just ignore that. Uh, the Riff Package features a 15-minute what they call name-storming session. No. Via the telephone. 15 minutes? 15 minutes for $100 called the Riff Package for a name-storming session. No. Well, for $350 so – they, they don't even give you a name at the end of the 15 minutes after you spend $100. Well, for $350, you can purchase what's called the Works pash, uh, Package, which is a 15-minute consultation that leads to a list of 10 suggested first names and 10 suggested middle names for the baby. If you can't come up with a, a name for your own fucking baby, you shouldn't have a baby. I'm sorry. And this is somebody who doesn't have a baby. But, God, if you can't come up with your own if damn you name. you make that decision, yeah. You have to pay somebody $100 a, or $350. Hey, you have too much money to be spending on this. Be like, what makes these women experts? What, what are the names of their children? They met on a playground and bonded over their children's unique names. I'll name your plants. I'll name people's plants for 50 bucks. You already named my future a non-existent hanging plant Helen. named Helen. Yeah. Yes, you have a plant named Helen that's going to be coming on the way. Well, the website promises with the two playground chatting moms. It says, unlike the subjective opinions, fr- the subjective opinions friends and family members might give you, our advice will be neutral, unbiased, and tailored to your needs. This what is What baby name so needs to be rid- tailored to your needs? Ugh. What were their kids' names? What were their it unique names? Say. Dang it. I know. A startup. Oh, wait, hang on. I'm clicking on the link. A startup. 
Let's see. Future perfect. It does not say. It does not say the blessed child's names. Do they have any Children's examples names. of names they've given before? Um, no, because you have to pay $100 in order to even hear. Yeah. So what they do is buy a bunch of, like, what, baby search engines online or – yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at their, their thing right now. Their name is Daenerys Winterfell. That's a unique name. Wow. All right, oh, they also have a blog. You know that they incorporate things like that in there. Mm-hmm. What's in a name? Oh, these women's pictures are all like black and white Instagram live, laugh, love, and cursive stuff. No. Live. Um, one on, of the women's names is, footprints. is Katie Berry. Katie Berry. And she named her dad or her daughter Quinn. So that's what they helped her pick out. That her daughter's name is Quinn. Alright. Alright. Hundred dollars. No, three hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, three hundred and fifty dollars, yeah. Like I said, I'll name your plants for fifty bucks. Having trouble naming them? Because your plants need a name. I guess one thing that a lot of people don't understand is plants need names. Like they're part of this world too. No, what I'm saying is plants need names, and I'm telling people out there: if you don't have your your plants named, you're doing it wrong, and you should pay me fifty dollars and I'll name your plants up to five at a time. Wow, five at a time for fifty dollars. Five at a time. There you have it. Boom. (gasps) Greg's garden. Send me a picture of him. Greg's garden. Ooh. Greg's Garden Dreams, Greg's Garden Futures, Greg's Garden. <sighs> okay, yeah, there's something in there. Oh my god, this is like yeah, I'm gonna have worst to, tank oh, top. All right, I got this tank top at the dollar store, by the way. <laughs> and you're complaining that it's the worst tank top. Welcome to Garden World. Yeah. All right, you're all. We over get the place to right garden now. needs. It's not at all because I'm hot. I'm not hot at all. Mm-hmm. It's down white crisp in here. And finally, I do have a delightful story out of our favorite state over that way. That way. What? In Florida. I don't know. Florida. I'm my okay. brain is sizzling a little. All right. All right. A naked Florida man. This is my favorite headline of the day. And it starts with a naked Florida man performs a strange dance at McDonald's before trying to have relations with a railing. With a what? With a railing. Oh, like a rail? With a rail. Like yeah. a handrail? Or a railing. That's what they're called. I know, railing. Okay, so yeah. Wow. And I'm the weird one? He's having, having relations with it. All right. Dateline, Florida. A Florida man who stripped naked did what the arresting officer described as a, quote, strange dance at a McDonald's and was also seen trying to have sexual relations with a railing. Says a witness in this bizarre incident. This happened last Sunday. John Francis Morgan, 62 years old. Oh, that's too old to be doing that. Said that he had intended to go to McDonald's in Naples. Naples in Florida, where he had been banned over a similar previous outburst. How do you, it was also you the dancing to, and the relation uh, attempting. Like, I've been ba- – oh, I can't go to the Mac- that McDonald's. I've been banned. I, I was dancing and tried to hump the railing. Yeah, they banned me, bastards. Well, I'm going to go back anyway. He had spoken to, to officers, and the officers warned him not to go there, and Morgan said he would not go there. <laughs> But Morgan did not heed that John, warning. John, don't you go down to that McDonald's now. You John know. John Francis Morgan, you get your ass right over here. 
Well, John Francis Morgan did not heed the warning of the officers. And the following day, he Good decided to, to trot on down to McDonald's on to Miami Trail East. To my, okay, to Miami Trail East. To my, it's on to Miami. On to Miami. No, it's to Miami. To Miami. That's, what, that's the name of the trail, to Miami. To Miami. Not to Miami. Uh, Miami. This is not a who's on first thing. To Miami. Mm-hmm. Morgan's arrest report, written by Officer D. Grossclass, says, I was dispatched to McDonald's in reference to a white male wearing white shorts, taking their clothes off and doing a bizarre dance. What, what, what made the d- dance bizarre? I don't know. Like, what would make it not bizarre? Yeah, what would be a normal dance? Like what would be a normal I mean, dance to be having? He stripped himself down. He's trying to hump the railing, but he did a real tasteful Greg, dance. Greg, do what you think would be a tasteful dance. It's a real dance. tasteful dance beforehand. Just something, you know, Just like moving little, the shoulders a little bit, a little rocking, not too much hip movement. Not too much thrusting. Yeah, just a normal. Yeah. I mean, just everything was shimmy. real strange, except for the wonderful interpretation of a waltz that he did before he <laughs> began humping the railing. Well, he was doing a strange dance. The caller then stated they believed the male was possibly on the drugs. Oh, boy. He was doing this near the front door of the McDonald's. Um, so another person called and said that uh, they also stated the male then pulled his pants down, but then pulled them back on. Then lastly, another caller called and stated that it looked as if the dancing male was trying to have relations with the railing. Then proceeded to do the Macarena as he was standing. <laughs> then he did the electric slide. Well, according to Collier County Sheriff's Office, Morgan has now been charged with one count of trespass of property and is in custody. He will okay. appear in court on July 3rd. All right. Yes, if anyone can answer what would be a not strange dance by a half-naked man outside of a Florida McDonald's, I'd really like to know the answer to that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Okay, there you have okay. it. That's your world of crazy. I could handle the nudeness and the humping of the rail, but that dance was what I but could that not tolerate. Dance put me it over was the strange. Edge. It was a strange dance, <laughs> one like I've never seen before. All right, continuing on. Uh, I've got just a little bit of ball talk. Oh, you do? Just a little bit of ball talk. Oh, boy. Not a lot going on in the world oh, of balls, but right. I can definitely give some updates on some things that are important. That you should know about. I need to drink some water, Greg, to hydrate for tropical summer, Greg. Oh, the rough, the terrible calamity. Mm-hmm. I know you feel for me. Remember, we would like to send Sarah some words of encouragement Thank for her you. The tough day ahead of her. Please, by all means, do so. So, uh, all right. What I'm if Greg the water Miller. is just too refreshing, Greg? Let's talk balls. Balls. Uh, here's what's coming up in the world of sports. I'll say this. The St. Louis Blues are taking on the Boston Bruins in the Stanley Cup final tonight. It is game seven. Winner take all. That's always fun. So this is the final of hockey. The NHL final, final game. Oh, yes. Winner walks away a champion. Loser goes home worth nothing. Oh, boy. St. No, Louis they Blues, made it second place. Which is Nothing. Yeah, no fear says second place is first loser. It is. Mm-hmm. St. Louis Blues versus the Boston Bruins. That's going on today. Uh, also, for the NBA playoffs, the next game is tomorrow. So that is with the Raptors up 3-2, to two, but now back in Golden State. Ooh, man, they're going to regret that one point they couldn't score. All right. Uh, something else that's going on, somebody who did score a lot of points, and that is the U.S. women's national team when it comes to the Women's World Cup. Awesome. And they beat Thailand. 13 to 0. That's just kind of 
Oh, that's, that's not even a game. That's 13 to 0 if they beat Thailand. And there are a lot of people in the soccer world, apparently, who are not happy with the U.S. saying it was classless, saying it was uh, over the top, they shouldn't have done it. It's disgraceful was one. This was on Canadian television, apparently. There's an op-ed oh. on, a, on Deadspin, or not even an op-ed, but they just played some of the replays, where the Canadians were not happy with how the U.S. performed or did that. Uh, I say, well, you know what? They could have stopped them, so... Yeah, it's nice to be oh, on the. It's nice Greg, to be on the winning so, side. You and I are so different when it comes to that kind of stuff. I think that's poor sportsmanship. Yeah, I, that the problem is in soccer. Like, how do you not score a goal though? Like, how do you just sit there and pass the ball back and forth? I don't know what you do. Either way, U.S. won thirteen to zero. Net, they are now the villains of the tournament, and uh, that's awesome. All right. Yeah, I'm excited for that. So, uh, so there we go. That is the women's World Cup, and. <laughs> What? You don't think that's cool? I do. I think that's really... Well, I think it's cool that they won. I don't think it's cool that they won by that much. It's a lot. That's that is, too much. That is a lot. That's just... that's. They're going to have a lot of people... That's a few like, brush strokes too them. many. Yeah. Somebody's going to try to embarrass them for that. We'll see what happens. You uh, and Keelan are just alone and you're like, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> All right. And we'll leave it at that. That concludes this edition of Balta. Yes. Uh, also, big thank you to everybody who tunes into this show and shares the show. Thank Sharing you so much. Sharing the show much. is very important, and and we do appreciate everybody. Share the show, Greg. Share the show. Share the show. Share the show with everyone. Share the show with everyone. Also, fun. save the date of June 29th, midday. So I think our live show is going to begin. I believe it. Yeah, even if you already have plans like that Saturday mm-hmm. night, like it doesn't matter. You yeah. can still do both. Yeah, it's That's not going to screw up your Friday thing. night. Like, it's not, not gonna screwing s- up anything. Won't screw up your Friday night. Won't screw up your Saturday night. Just come down for a few hours and hang with us. It'll screw up your early to mid morning to early afternoon day on Saturday if you don't come. Because you're like, I could have come. Yeah. What are you going to be doing? I could have supported my pals, Sarah and Greg. And had a great time. And had like a super great time and like helped them look really cool with this thing that they're doing, which there's going to be a thing happening. Yeah, and we'll explain what the thing is, but mm-hmm. all we need you to do is just save that date. Save that time. Save like four hours. Save like 10, 10 to 2, 10 to 3. Save those time. That's it. That time. I mean, is it that hard? Okay, that's, no, I'm just that's enough. Wait, uh, so Saturday, June twenty ninth. Too far, Greg. Just June, like the women's soccer team did. Saturday, June twenty ninth. Please save that midday for us, and we'll announce more tomorrow. I believe tickets will go on sale for what we're going to be doing at the Landmark Saloon. Absolutely, it's fun. All right, send us an email: funemploymentradio at gmail dot com. Give us a call: five zero three five seven five nine one two zero. Keep Sarah in your thoughts today <laughs> as she has to deal. With this rough, rough thing that she's been going through. What if through, the ratio of my sparkly water to my Pinot Gris is off? Yeah. It's a real sad situation over here. What if somebody won't Sarah share their Dillon. pool noodle with me? Yeah. Yeah. It's a. It's tough what you're going through. And so I'm, I just hope that, you know, you can somehow power through. Thanks, Greg. All right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You are all awesome. And, uh, yeah. Like I said, hit that, hit subscribe wherever you find us on whatever platform that is. Hit that subscribe button. Oh, we also have a video up on Instagram where we're un, we're opening up a uh, an amazing piece of artwork that was sent to Sarah from Rick Baldwin. Yes, thank you so much, Rick. So check that out on Instagram. All right, thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye.